Hi, and welcome to Quilt Connections. I'm Karen Ponichelle, your host, and my guest today is Susan Edmondson. Susan is a fiber artist who teaches, gives lectures, and is also a quilt judge. Um, I recently went to the AQS uh, uh, Charleston show, and I had a piece in that show. And so when Susan told me that she had been judging, I was very interested and wanted to know more. So hi, Susan. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. So you have been judging for a while, um, and I know that you recently judged the Mancuso show in, um, what, in Pennsylvania? Yes, in Pennsylvania. It was the Pennsylvania National Quilt Extravaganza. In the, it was at the Oaks, which is just outside of Philadelphia. Okay, okay, great, great. So after going to the, um, the AQS show in Charleston, I looked at all of the beautiful quilts and was more interested in, you know, what wins and why. Um, so can you uh, kind of uh, give us a little heads up on, you know, what you look for as a judge? Uh, yes. Uh, well, first of all, I really mainly look for the art aspect of the quilt. And not all quilts are equal at all as far as what you're looking for. It depends on the maker and what their techniques are. Um, some of them are, you look at them from across the room and it's like, wow, look at that quilt. And then some of them, you don't really notice the detail or the expertise or the design until you get really, really close. And the one that won Best of Show, actually there were two that were technically Best of Show. <laughs> one was phenomenal as far as the em embroidery that was on it, the teeny tiny itty bitty perfect stitches, and it was hand quilted. Um, the other one was also, it was hand applique, or both hand applique also. And the other one was hand applique, but then machine quilted. And there was, we could have almost flipped a coin for which one was best of show. And Mancuso does the way they do their judging. And every um, venue does a different type of judging. Their judging, if you win a ribbon, you can only win one ribbon because they really want to spread out the uh, awards, which I think is a really good idea. It's always good for people to be acknowledged for their workmanship and their talent and their artistic abilities um, when they enter a show. Mm -hmm. But uh, the other one was machine quilted, and it was perfect. They were both perfect. I was, I was totally blown away by both of them. And they said that they each took a year So as far as the design aspects of it, what um, you're looking for, what, like a wow effect or? Um... Uh, no, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, I just look for composition as far as how the quilt is made and um, the design of it. Um, there were a couple, if the quilt looks very off balance to me, it, it really kind of bothers me. Uh, if there's not one real focal point, if it's like a big design and there's 
like two focal points. It's like your eye doesn't know which one to land on. Sure. You know, like, are you supposed to be looking at this one or are you supposed to be looking at this one? And you kind of mentally know which one you're supposed to look at, but there might be another one that's taken over and it shouldn't in that idea. But uh, generally things are better if they're in odd numbers, like in threes, if you're going to have that type of a scenario. Mm-hmm. But it's just, they're all just so different. You just have to look at the quilt. And sometimes, you know, people add embellishments, such as the, um, oh. Crystals, I've seen yeah, crystals. Crystals or beads or whatever. And more is not always better. Okay. You have to just decide, okay, is this thing going to be covered in beads and crystals, or am I just going to do a sprinkling of a few? Either one can make it really good, or it can just kind of be, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. But it should overall have good balance as far as design and use the, the, you know, the basic design principles, right? Yes, you have to have balance. Yes, you have to have balance. Okay, good, that good. Artistic uh, impression of the quilt. Okay. Well, one thing um, with the shows that I've entered, um, and I get a critique, they always are, um, they're positive, but they always say, keep working on your stitching. So what are you looking for as far as, you know, your free motion stitching? Uh, what I look for are even stitches, as even as possible, um, I don't always use a stitch regulator on my quilts, but sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It doesn't bother me. If there are a few that are a little bit smaller and a few that are a little bit larger, the main thing is that you don't have great big giant stitches. And so many quilts now are being long arm quilted, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I really don't like it when it's just that one big overall long arm pattern and there was one quilt in particular that was in the Pennsylvania show that was a very geometric design uh, sort of um, it reminded me of Greek keys in a way that design and then the pattern was also the same design but where it went from section to section the stitches did not line up evenly and they had used a really bold color for the quilting, and it's very distracting. I mean, in my opinion, the quilting should have been taken out and just done something that really didn't show up that much or pick a total different design instead of trying to go with the same thing that the quilt was because it, they they conflicted. They they were very, you know, one took away from the other. So okay. things like that really bother me. I really like in long-arm quilting when they do the custom designs that, you know, one part is quilted to suit this area and another part is quilted to suit that area, not just one big overall design. Okay, cool, cool. Um, also, what about um, binding? Oh, well, I'm kind of the binding police. Oh, <laughs> Okay.
you know, it's all put together well, the colors are good, the design is good, and then you get to that binding and you've got that binding looking good also, you've got a great quilt. But if everything else is good and you get to the binding and it's, you know, the corners aren't sharp, the you can see big stitches on the back, that just bothers me, I'm sorry. It's like the very last detail of the quilt. And I don't think, I think it's just like, it's just like clothing. If you've got a hem that's really uneven and bad, it's the same thing with your quilt. It takes away from the whole outfit or the whole design of what you're, what you're doing. So I'm, I'm pretty picky about binding as far as that goes. Okay. So, uh, what do you prefer, a, a binding or do you like a facing or? It it doesn't matter to me, either one. Mm -hmm. It just, it just has to be done well. Okay. that's all. Uh, that's my only part. I think the binding or the facing has to fit the quilt. Not sure. all quilts need binding. Most of them, you know, some of them were contemporary, especially wall quilts. I think a facing is much prettier on those. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, some things can have a rough binding as far as meant to be rough, um, as I do in some of my small pieces. But they suit heaps. Some of my really small things, if I put a regular binding on them, that would just look ridiculous. So mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to have a traditional binding, but it has to suit the piece. Okay, okay. And what about, like, the very back of the quilt? I've heard um, some people or some judges talk about that they look at the at the back of the quilt. Did you notice other judges really, you know, looking at the backs of the quilts or just the, you know, the, the front? Um, well, I do look at the back of the quilt. It's not the main focus, but I look at the back to see if the tension for the quilting was good, if it's machine quilted. Um, I also look at the back to make it, I think it's very important that the fabric on the back of a quilt works with the fabric on the front of a quilt. Uh, one quilt that I judged was a very, um, pretty contemporary piece of a, a crane and it was very tropical fabrics and tropical colors mm -hmm. not a solid and the back of the quilt was like um it reminded me of a man's shirt that had pheasants all over it well those two birds just kind of didn't go together in my opinion oh, uh -huh. so i think uh, just a more neutral background would have been fine some people want to put muslin on the back of a quilt i think that's a terrible idea <laughs> yeah i think all quilts should have a pretty fabric on the back because anybody that says well you won't see the back you do see the back i don't care whether it's on a wall i don't care whether it's on a bed you're gonna see the back right Right, and some of the um, the pieces that I saw at the Charleston show that were like so heavily quilted, people did want to see the back. Um, right. They wanted to see the back and, you know, see well, how they treated the back of it. Mm -hmm. Right, a lot of times the quilting, if it's like on a solid fabric on the back, the quilting really shows up and looks really beautiful. Um, and the actually the one of the quilts in the, Pennsylvania show, the quilting, the, well, the fabric they used on the back was um, a busy print, which I always recommend my beginning quilt students to use because that way if their stitches are not perfect, 
it, they don't really they don't stand out quite as much, which is kind of a good thing. Right. But for somebody that's very proficient and professional with their quilting abilities, if you put a fabric on the back where the quilting is going to show up, I think that really enhances the quilt. Sure. A lot. Sure. Okay. Um. Also, uh, do you notice that? Uh, you know, you and I both do a lot of art quilts. Um, talk a little bit about blocking. Do you block your quilts? Is blocking, you know, a must for all quilts? What do you think? Uh, no, I don't really think so. It just depends. Uh, I don't usually block mine. Of course, mine are not nearly as big as yours. Uh, <laughs> mine are pretty small. So, uh, but depending on how much the quilt is distorted when it's quilted, it may need to be blocked. But yeah. if you're careful with your pinning, your basting of your quilt when you are when you put it together, you shouldn't really have to block it in the end, I okay. don't think. Okay. But sometimes they do need that. Just mm -hmm. to be, sometimes it depends on the fabric that's used. Some fabrics stretch more than others. Right. Right. Um, let's see. So, um, any any other tips for um, you know people who are entering shows? Things that judges look for, things that they don't like. Any well, little... these are just general things. I mean, make sure all your loose threads are clipped. You know, make sure you don't have loose threads hanging off the back or the front. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you don't have broken threads. If you've got broken threads, you need to fix that. Mm -hmm. um, the quality of your thread that you're using is very important. Uh, I've seen quilts that I can tell they have used a poor quality thread and the thread has broken and they just keep going. You know, they start over and they just keep going again and then there's a space where there's no quilting and it's very obvious if they've used the contrasting color of thread. Oh, okay. Uh, that kind of bothers me. Okay. The other thing is lint, animal fur, you know, on the quilt. People don't like that. Sure. Uh, judges don't like to see that. And when you get, when they hang the quilt, it's, it's very distracting when you see that on a quilt because these things are works of art, definitely. So. But those are probably the main things. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Any other any other tips? Um, oh, I know what I was going to ask you. It was a. It's about. Um, a lot of people have asked me about uh, starting and stopping <clears throat> when you're quilting. Do you, you know, bury your threads or do you just clip them? What um, have you heard from? Uh, what do you like? What do other judges um, say about that? Of the judges I've judged with don't really seem to pay that much attention to that unless it's backstitched. That's a no, big no-no. Uh, you want to just stitch in place, and if you stitch in place and you clip the threads really close, it should be okay. Okay. Um, some judges, I mean, if it's a national show, you probably do need to bury those threads. You probably need to leave those wet tails and go back and bury them, but you still... Stitch in place so that that thread does not come out, come loose. Okay. 
Okay. Alrighty. Well, that's great. That's great. So uh, tell us um, what's coming up for you. Are you judging in the future? Where are you going to be um, uh, teaching? Yeah, well, I'm judging the Sanford show in about a week and a half. Okay. Um, after that, I will be going to um, the Malden Quilt Guild. And off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of that guild. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to uh, Virginia this coming week on Monday. I'll be at the Golden Leaf Quilt Guild in, let me see, it's outside of Roxboro, North Carolina, just across the Virginia line, and it will be in South Boston, Virginia. Uh, I've never been there before, so I'm excited to go to that area. Cool. And let's see, where else am I going? Um, Oh, I've got several other events. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I'm doing... uh, USC, which is Quilters of South Carolina, which will be at Myrtle Beach this year, near the end of October, mm-hmm. and I will be teaching one day, and I will have a booth uh, for the weekend there, selling my hand-dyed threads and fabrics and whatnots that I sell. Okay. So, anyway, so that'll be fun. Great, great. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today and giving us all these tips. Um, it was fun uh, talking with you, and thanks um, to everyone for listening. Okay, thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.